Welcome to episode 178, Machiavellian. Now, this uh, episode we kind of threw in there because we wanted to get our point out. And uh, we thought it was important, so we threw it out um, outside of the regular schedule programming. And we'll explain why in, in, in a few. But today we are going to cover a little bit about the election why we're at where we're at now, and what's next. How do you get in contact with us? Well, we have two websites, RaiderCop.com. There you can hear all our uh, podcasts, or RaiderCop Podcast, or uh, excuse me, RaiderCop Nation. And there is our official page, and you can get more information, hear our podcast, see what's coming up next, hear Test Everything 1521, and become a member of the USCCA if you like also. So that's how you're going to get in contact with us. Facebook and Twitter, they're on the banana pill. They are starting to ban President Trump, and I think it's time for us to ban them, but at the appropriate time, and we will press the trigger soon enough, but we're not there yet. So we got a lot to talk about today, but before we get into the nitty gritty of what in the world has been happening in this country in the last 24 hours and beyond, we need to get straight with God. So... Let's hear the word of the week. There is one who scatters, yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right. But it leads to poverty. Proverbs 11, 24. And you can hear more about this, what I've read on Test Everything 1521, which could be found on Raider Cop Nation section there that says Test Everything. Just click on it and you can get a little bit more insight, less than 15 minutes on the verse I just read. Again, that's RaiderCopNation.com. We have uh, prepared the cannons, we are lighting the fuse, and we are ready to talk about Machiavellian. Now, it's time to fire. Hunter! 
gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. Our main topic today on episode 178 is Machiavellian. What is Machiavellian, you might ask? Well, it was a book that was written in the 1600s in Italy called The Prince. And the storyline in The Prince the, basically teaches on leadership, on manipulation, on everything that you probably would be a tremendous thief. To give you a better analogy of what Machiavellian is, it is almost mandatory reading for all mobsters in America. So you can get your head around a little bit of the magnitude of this concept. Now, since we know that this is about treachery, obviously we're going to start diving into what happened in the last 24 hours, what's been going on with the election, and what happens next. So let's start off. How could MAGA get suckered? Suckered? How did we get suckered? Well, make America Great Again community of millions were suckered in so many ways. Number one, let's talk about what they didn't do. They didn't do their homework. And when they did their homework, they were doing their homework within a mental institution. Holy smokes, Alpha, I don't understand a word of what you're saying. You need to explain. And you're absolutely correct. You see, since Donald J. Trump became the 45th president of the United States, we've been bamboozled by the swamp. We've been told all kinds of conspiracy theories and treasure hunts. And we, as a constituency of millions eagerly do it every day on social media as well. This is one of the most greatest Machiavellian plans that let's just say former operatives of the CIA would be proud of. We could also say those people that deal in Machiavellianism would blush. 2016, Donald Trump went down the escalator and went on his campaign. He was laughed at, ridiculed, and everyone giggled and said he'll never, ever achieve anything. He ends up winning the primary. About 16 candidates that were there all, each and every one of them, I think, got insulted and they got their ass handed to them. And then he went on to face Hillary. 
We all know the stories. What the media did not expect, what the swamp did not expect, because the rig was in. How do you know, Alpha, that the, the, the rig was in? Well, they first stole it from Bernie. And if you don't believe me, just ask any Bernie bro in America. He'll tell you. Bernie was robbed by Hillary and the swamp machine. They took the primary away from Bernie, giving it back to Hillary. Indication number one. B, always observant of your surroundings, keeping your head on a swivel. This didn't happen at that time. We move on. The president now is the elected president, and he's into transition. During that phase of the transition, at one point, a former national security advisor, but at the time he was a current advisor of national security, goes to Trump Towers in Manhattan, New York City, and drops a dime by telling the president-elect, you're being bugged. They run out of there and they head as fast as their feet would take them to the country club in New Jersey that belongs to Trump. The operation has moved. And President Trump tweets something to Barry Obama. And he puts down about, that was sick listening to my conversations, end quote, something similar to that. And nobody knew what the hell that was all about. But you see, the ball was in motion and the great conspiracy was about to come. And that was in the form of the Russia allegations. We were told so many things by that little pencil neck congressman with the beady eyes. And he would just salivate in front of a microphone and just blew out garbage out of his mouth. And he would say that the evidence is there. We were also bamboozled by the congressman from New York. You know, the fat guy, the jelly bean, the ticket fixer. And he, now he currently chairs something or other. And he also told us the evidence is there. And the list goes on and on and on and on. All these people. Remember the old crow representative from California and beat 45. That old crow. She was popular back in the day. And the rusher hoax continued. Then they bring in the master investigator just before they punt the FBI director like a football kicking him in his ass. Touchdown. The great investigator is given the nod to become a special 
investigator of the Russian hoax and babbling Bob now for the next two years waste of 30, 40, 50 million. Who the hell is counting? Who cares? It's all government money anyway. Nothing happens. Not even a sizzling firecracker. Nothing occurs. But we're not through. We have now the Ukraine episode we're going to throw at you. And everything that the other party did referring to Ukraine, we'll blame the blonde guy. We'll say he did it. But why? Why would the swamp and the Democratic cesspool be so naive to constantly come up with these false theories? And how can they linger so long in the media? Could it be, do you believe, that the media might be complacent? They might be aiding in the bedding of agitated stupidity? I do. And then the Ukraine episode kind of fizzles. It's there. It's not there. But we're going to impeach 45. And while we're impeaching 45, a bug is coming. It's coming from China. It came from China. And the Democratic swamp rats were too busy impeaching the blonde guy. I have no time for no bug. As a result, the bug is here, still here. And then we were introduced to a little leprechaun doctor by the name of Falsy or Falsy. And he started predicting we would never shake hands ever again. This little Napoleon Bonaparte would piss off Americans in front of their television sets and living rooms all around America because all he would do was scold us. You need to wear a mask. You need to do this. You need to do that. Meanwhile, no mask while he's at a baseball game. But it doesn't matter. He works for the government. President Ronald Wilson Reagan once told us the scariest thing that an American citizen can hear are the words, Hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. That should make the hair on your back of your neck stand up. That the government is going to help you. And then just when you thought we were all out of charades and nonsense, bingo, we got one better. We're going to rig an election, the biggest rigged election in man's history. Then we're going to use the aider and the better of the media, and we're going to tell everybody there's no evidence. We're going to giggle while we're saying it, and then we'll just turn around and say the new narrative, Trump is nuts. And then we'll get the presidency back. And the swamp rats will be back in business. Now, if I was to write that as a fictional novel, I might make 
a, hot, a whole lot of money. But the sad truth is it could not be uh, a novel. It would have to be a history book. So in the last 24 hours, we have seen every coward politician swamp rat. Their mask and their cover has been revealed. Now we know 100% they're no good. Before we knew maybe at 80 and maybe at 90. Well, he said something nice the other day. But now they have reached the highest pinnacle you can in the United States. The worst occupation ever. We thought it was the lawyer, but it wasn't. And then we thought at one era it was the tax collector. We were wrong again. We even thought it was the police officer. But no, they defunded that one. Now we know the worst profession in man's history is the politician, especially congressman and senator. As the legislation of the United States of America hit like little schoolgirls underneath their chair, trembling in their pants because the Capitol was under attack. So where do we, how did we get to this nonsense? Well, I kind of briefly explained it. But there were a lot of mistakes from the beginning. And MAGA, the RNC, the GOP, and the blonde guy, President Trump, did not have their eye on the ball. You see, they were being bamboozled since day one. And Q was a bamboozle. Remember Q? Everybody following the special Q uh, codes and trying to decipher it. They were bamboozled with false news. They were bamboozled even that we had a case. You remember, three sheets to the wind. I called it as soon as the election ended, November 3rd. I said, they're going to do this lawsuit. They're giving it to three sheets to the wind, Giuliani. Three sheets to the wind, Rudy. We are screwed. A lot of people said, well, how can he say that? Rudy's a lawyer, he's a prosecutor. He took down the mafia, yeah, 35 years ago when he had hair. But now, the little bit that he has, the dye is running down his left cheek. No, my friends, you didn't see Rudy three sheets to the wind that day, nervous sweating. That was alcohol the day before sweating. And when things got kind of rough and kind of iffy, fire her, bring her back. She's not on the legal team. She is, she's not. You see her, now you don't, now you do. And when it really got tough, three sheets to the wind, got coronavirus, checked himself into something. They get cleaned up, maybe. And emerged a smiling man. 
all this time, he told us we had such tremendous cases. It would rock the world. He would do it from his YouTube page, smoking a cigar and selling us whatever products he could in the meantime. I always used to hear, be careful of rug salesmen when I was a kid. Now I kind of understand a little bit better. The blonde guy, Trump, didn't keep his eye on the ball. He didn't notice all the swamp rats that betrayed him. He actually believed that there was a victorious end. Now they're saying that what he wanted to do with the Congress and the Senate was unconstitutional. They also want to impeach the blonde guy now for inciting riots. Maybe by next week, they'll charge him for the four murders at the Capitol. The swamp rats are going to go in for blood. You see, they have to not get rid of him as in the presidency. They've got to destroy him so he doesn't come back. And most importantly, they have to destroy the 85 million followers. Now, don't you worry too much about the 85 million followers. They're going to drop out themselves. You see, people are like ass kissers. When somebody's in power, they love it. Or, I'll give you a better analogy, the bandwagon jumper. You know who he is. That's uh, the guy that all of a sudden the losing local team in whatever sport of your liking, all of a sudden there they are in the championship series and that fool's got the championship jersey on and cap. That kind of guy. And here we are. Here we are, bamboozled all the way through this journey, only to get the finger at the end. The bottom line is, my friends, there is little hope in our country. I've never seen such opportunist, hypocritical people in my life, and I'm not only just talking about politicians. I'm also talking about people in the media. Look at Fox News. They just did a 180 degree. They kicked him in the nuts and they said, hey, we got nothing to do with you, blondie. Get out of here. Just like that. After they rode his coattails for four years. Now, I will tell you this. Where they're making a mistake. The kid from Queens. The one and lonely. The blonde monster. The man that continues to punch, the mouth of mouths, he will submerge and he will resurface at a later time. This is not over from a long shot and there is going to be reckoning. But if you are thinking about joining Team Trump in the future. Open your eyes. Open your mind. 
use your ears, and speak boldly. Don't go down rabbit holes because somebody posted something on social network. Do your work away from social networking. Go door to door, shake hands, make new friends, and you will see a movement like no other. Unfortunately, the swamp has four years to recertify their cheating skills, make sure that they tweak that nicely, burn a couple of investigations, and come back more sinister and uglier than ever while they're taking our guns in the process. What's coming, my friends, is not going to be easy nor nice. Speak boldly, but speak and be careful. Scripture says, be careful who you eat with. You may or you might want to put a knife to your neck. Be careful who you associate with. Look what happened at the Capitol. And speaking of the Capitol, in closing, what in the hell did the Capitol Police do right? Now, the politicians are kissing their ass because they were too busy with their ass up underneath the seat yesterday. So... But the bottom line is, I know what I saw on television. I saw a lot of Capitol Police officers responding with non-proper equipment. No perimeters. It was awful. There was no plan. And the President of the United States a week before was telling the 85 million, come to Washington, D.C. and protest. You don't think that former operatives of the CIA would do things like this, do you? They've only done it in third world countries. Maybe we are one. Up next, Jolly Rogers, episode 179. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for you yourself because without you in the game we have nothing continue to pray for your family your community the law enforcement agencies that are serving you and most importantly pray and pray and pray some more for the united states of america this is alpha mike and i'm out